Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerfil enbiyeyi vel mursalin Muhammedun Resulullahi sallallahu aleyhi ve aleyhi ve sellem. Tesliman kathiran kathiran fama ba'du. My brothers and sisters, I remind myself and you that this deen of ours, Islam is a deen of action. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala everywhere where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned iman, he mentioned amalu salih, amalu salih. Wherever he mentioned belief, he mentioned good deeds. Always the two are related. Our worship itself is action. It's not just knowing something. And the dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us to ask him in Surah Al-Fatiha, which we recite in every rakat of every salah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not teach us to ask for Jannah. We don't say Allahumma in yasal kul jannah, no. We say, ihdina sirat al-mustaqim. Wallah, guide us to the path of steadfastness. Right? It is translated in different ways, to the straight path and so on and so on, but sirat al-mustaqim, the actual word translation is not straight. It is steadfast. Maybe straight, maybe not straight. Straight meaning to the right destination. But the actual translation is steadfastness. And the reason I am saying that is because steadfastness implies something. Steadfastness implies difficulty. Right? There is no steadfastness in eating uh, a triple chocolate sundae, ice cream. Huh? Steadfastness is in, it implies difficulty. When you are steadfast, when? When there is something moving you or trying to move you and take you somewhere else and you resist that, you fight that, that is the meaning of steadfastness. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us to ask for this and say, oh Allah guide me to the path of steadfast. Meaning, we are not saying guide us to difficulty, we are saying guide us to the place where even if there is difficulty, I will have the strength to fight it. Right? So, this implies difficulty. The reason I'm saying is because today we live in a world which is, you know, every day there is a new thing. Uh, today I was speaking in a webinar in South Africa on how to remain positive in challenging circumstances. And usual thing is we have COVID, we have this, we have that, we have war, we have whatnot, uh, economic collapse and, you know, losing jobs. And the point is that having difficulty is not the issue. The issue is to look at that difficulty and understand it for what it is. For example, if I decide to go to the gym and I said I must, you know, improve the strength of my muscles, arms and legs, and I go to the gym, what, what do you do to improve strength? Aerobic or anaerobic? Do you go and lift weights or do you go and run on the treadmill? You lift weights. Right? Running on the treadmill and so on is good for the heart. But if you want to build strength, you have to lift weights. Now, what is the first thing that happens if you lift weights? Pain. Right? If you are not used to it, and if you lift it, then the first thing that happens is pain. You are going to be very sore for many days. And every time you increase the amount of weight, again you go back to the same thing. You are again very sore. But why do you continue to do it? The best answer to that I heard was from 
دی باکسر محمد علی ہاں رحمت اللہ علیہ ہی سیڈ اف اینی ون ٹیلز می دیٹ ہی لائکس ٹو گو ٹو دا جم آئی ول سے ہی از اے لائر ہی سیڈ نو بڈی لائکس ٹو گو ٹو دا جم ہی سیڈ یو گو ٹو دا جم بیکاز دیٹ از دی اونلی وے دیٹ یو ول ون ان دا رنگ دا نیکسٹ ڈے ہی از ٹاکنگ اباؤٹ دا باکسنگ رنگ اف یو ڈونٹ گو ٹو دا جم یو لوز دیر So you go to the gym and you exercise and you take the pain because you know that this pain is required and necessary for me to build strength. If I don't take the pain, I cannot build the strength. Right? So therefore, in life, when we face difficulties, for a Muslim who understands Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who understands his deen, there is no depression, there is no stress, there is no you know, worry, there is no losing of sleep. We say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. This is my gym. This is my gym. And who is my coach? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he is giving me these difficulties to build my strength. To make me stronger. And remember, the one who guided us and who told us to ask for Siratul Mustaqim. What do you think? What is our belief about him? Is he going to leave us? Once he puts us on the, in the difficulty, then go drown, die. Is that what we believe? No. We believe that Alhamdulillah, you told me to ask for Sirat al-Mustaqim and therefore when I am trying to be on the Sirat al-Mustaqim, I expect your help and inshallah you will help. There is no way. Allah will not abandon us. Allah Ta'ala will never abandon us. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, وَهُوَ مَعَكُمْ أَيْنَ مَا كُنْتُمْ He said, Allah is with you wherever you are. So where is the depression? Where is, the, where is the fear? So, Alhamdulillah. What must I do? I must make sure that when I am walking on this path, that I do not disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the, the one thing. I do not disobey my Rabb Jalla Jalla. Oh, no matter what happens, let anybody say anything, do anything, whatever. I will obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla Jalla. There is no, that is non-negotiable. And what is the best way to ensure that I am obeying Allah? is to check whether I am on the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. There can be a mistake about anybody's way except the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So if I say I am doing what my sheikh used to do, I am doing what my father used to do, maybe your sheikh is right, maybe your sheikh is wrong. Your sheikh is not the Nabi. Maybe your father is right, maybe your father is wrong. But if I say I am doing what my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to do, then 100% inshallah I am right. I, I follow my sheikh also because my sheikh follows the Nabi. If my sheikh was not following the Nabi, I will not follow the sheikh. Right? I follow the Nabi. We follow the people after Rasulullah because they followed the Nabi alayhi salam. That is the surefire guarantee that we are on the right track. And if you are on the right track, believe me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helps us. Let me tell you and to end with a story of how Allah helps and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guards and rewards those who are true to him all their lives. And the story is about the last moments of the life of our Ustad and Shaykh, Ahad Maulana Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi Rahmatullahi. It was, he was 97 years old at the time. He needed some help. Because he was in a wheelchair, he had a stroke. His grandson, his, his sister's uh, grandson used to uh, serve him. He was his khadim. 
and his routine was that on Fridays uh, he would have a bath and then he would change, he would wear a sherwani and he would sit, the, the, I've been there to the house so I know uh, there, there's uh, very bare furniture, there's just, just one very thin carpet on the floor and then there's a, uh, uh, what we call a takhat which is a, basically a plank of wood and it's uh, on, on four legs. So he would sit on that and he would recite Suratul Kahf. He was a Hafiz, so he used to recite by, without looking at the Quran, he used to recite Suratul Kahf and whoever was there would sit there and listen to him. This was his normal routine. That day, it was the 27th of Ramadan, 1st of January 2000, 27th of Ramadan, Friday, so it was the last Juma of Ramadan Al-Karim. The Sheikh was fasting, he was fasting, he had, a, he had his uh, bath, he sat on the, on, the, on the bed and his grandson says, he told me to bring the Quran, to bring the Musaf. So he said, I am thinking myself, why is he asking for the Musaf when he, he normally he will just recite, you know, by memory and he doesn't ask, why is he asking today? He said, anyway, he said, I turned around to pick up the Musaf, he started reciting Suratul Yasin, not Suratul Kahf. And when he came to the ayah, فَبَشِّرْهُ بِمَغْفِرَةٍ وَعَجِرٍ كَرِيمٍ He passed away. This is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides and guards those who are true to him all their lives. Allah will take care of you. That last moment about which we are nobody sure. Whoever you are, we fear that moment. We don't know what will happen. Today I am sitting and talking to you. What will happen to me when Malakul Maut is in front of me? That is when we need the help of Allah. And that is the meaning of Istagabat. And that is the help of Allah which comes. Without a doubt, inshaAllah. Because Maharaj Jalla Jalal, who said, Ana in the Zanni Abdibi. He said, I am for my slave the way he thinks of me. So we expect the best from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we ask Allah, Allah, help us. Help us to stay on the path of guidance. Allah, we are nothing. We are nothing. We are less than nothing. Allah, you and your mercy and your forgiveness is such that we cannot even imagine what it is. Allah, forgive us. Allah, give us shade under the shade of your arsh. Allah, your arsh is so big that it encompasses all of creation. Yala, under this harsh, how much shade do we need? Not even as much as a pin, at the, as the point of a pin. Yala, give us that. Show us, give us that, not because we deserve it, but for you, because to show your generosity. Give us this shade. Protect us. Yara, protect us. Yara, help us. Yara, we ask you, we beg you. Wallah, you said that you are for us the way we think. Yalla, we think of you as Ghafoor Rahim. As Akarab Alakarabin. Ya Azizul Hakim. Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Rabbi Ya Karim. 
يا ذا الجلال والاكرام ربنا فاقبل لنا ذنوبنا وكفر لنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين والحمد لله